I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, January 20th. Foul play is not suspected after a woman's body was found Wednesday afternoon near the Bay Point Marina in Quincy Points. Investigators say the body of an adult female was found on some coastal rocks near a pier on the town river just after one Wednesday afternoon. Officials say there were no indications of trauma or foul play and no identification was found with the body. Sources say the woman may have died from an overdose, but the case remains under investigation. A Quincy man facing several citations after a car he was driving crashed right into a convenience store in Quincy early yesterday. Police say a vehicle driven by 64-year-old Mark St. John crashed into the front door of the 7-Eleven on Hancock Street in Wollaston just after 2 a.m. yesterday. St. John told police he just purchased the vehicle and had not had time to register it, so he faces several motor vehicle violations. St. John refused medical treatment, and there were no other injuries. There was no structural damage to the store, which was open at the time of the crash. Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch says he will be responding soon to a proposal from the City Council to institute a residency requirement for new city employees. Koch says he appreciates the spirit of the proposal, but says it may be unrealistic given the worker shortage across the country. Quincy Ward 2 Councilor Anthony Andronico and Ward 3 Councilor Ian Kane co-sponsored the residency requirement proposal, which was supported by their fellow councilors. The mayor also questioned whether the requirement would meet constitutional muster and has asked his legal department to investigate. Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch is asking the City Council to approve 15 locations where solar electric panels may be installed. At the last City Council meeting, the administration identified many school buildings, the DPW garage, some city parking lots, and the new animal shelter location on Quarry Street as possible sites for solar arrays. Chris Walker in the mayor's office says the proposal does not mean the city will actually move forward with the project. Proposal was placed into the City Council Ordinance Committee for further review. Members of the Quincy Teachers Union are optimistic that agreement can be reached on a new contract soon. At the most recent school committee meeting, three union members said they were pleased that contract negotiations are resuming this month. Point Webster School teacher Jacqueline Principe said the union and the city are getting close to a settlement. The Quincy teachers' contract expired at the end of August. Teachers and parents have been rallying outside the school administration building recently, calling for fair negotiations. The union is requesting better parental leave policies, caseload caps for special education teachers, and changes to pay structure. Mayor Thomas Koch said teachers are being offered 3% annual increases for three years. High school students in Quincy will have to keep their personal electronic devices turned off and put away during class time. School committee recently approved of the ban on cell phones and other devices at both high schools, similar to a ban that already exists at the elementary and middle school level. Devices could be used in between classes and during lunch. School committee member Emily Lebo said there is overwhelming support for the ban. Committeeman Doug Gutrow opposed the ban, saying it may put teachers at risk 
of an argument with students and doesn't allow flexibility if a device is needed as a teaching tool. Violations of the ban would result in a device being held until the end of the day, all the way up to permanent banning a student from having a cell phone in school and possible suspension. After two high-profile homicides that Norfolk County investigators say may be rooted in a history of domestic violence, advocates say that survivors and loved ones must not give up. On Wednesday, 47-year-old Brian Walsh of Cohasset was arraigned on a murder charge in connection with his wife, Anna, who was last seen on January 1st. Prosecutors say he dismembered and discarded his wife's body. In mid-December, 40-year-old Amber Buckner was found dead in a shed behind her Stoughton home. Prosecutors say she suffered 30 stab wounds, and there were signs that she did fight back. This week, 39-year-old Victor Carter was arraigned for Buckner's murder. He and the victim had a relationship history. A recent report by the State Domestic Violence Fatality Review Team cites data from the FBI, which shows domestic violence homicides in 2020 were 21 and 18 in 2021. Kidnappings saw an increase in those years from 290 to up to more than 340. Advocates for domestic violence survivors say loved ones who want to help must not give up. It takes, on average, seven attempts for victims to successfully leave their abuser. The plowing business is in a dry spell for a good part of the state. Drivers say they've been busy getting their trucks ready but not using them. The roads have been mostly blacktop in a good part of the state. No plows or snowblowers needed, but plow drivers say they are busy getting their trucks ready for the inevitable. Paul McDermott is prepping his plows at West Corner Farm and Garden in Randolph. So far this year, he has not had to drop the plow. The garage at Metropolitan Truck Center in Stoughton was packed with plow installs, according to Bernadette Waite. She says they have not had the traditional storm-related repairs yet. Same story at Quincy Small Engine Repair with snowblowers. Owner Chris Collins says this is the first time in a long time. They've caught up on most of their work, so they are ready for storm-related fixes. Road to Responsibility in Marshfield, one of the region's largest and most successful nonprofits supporting individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities, is announcing a collaboration with Quincy College and its academic division of nursing. As a result of the American Rescue Plan, between 10 and 12 Road to Responsibility employees will be eligible to enroll in Quincy College's nursing program, most receiving training as an LPN and a few as an RN. Those enrolling in the 10-month LPN program will first be required to take prerequisite courses during the spring semester at Quincy College prior to beginning the certificate program this fall for the final LPN certification in June of 2024. Those entering the RN program will enroll in prerequisite courses at the college, then begin a two-year program in the fall with the target graduation date, June of 2025. A check of business news this morning. Stocks are mixed. The Dow is down 23 points. The Nasdaq rose 18. The S&P fell a fraction. Shares were higher in Europe and Asia. The dollar is up. The euro rose. Oil at $81 a barrel.
Sports. Celtics beat Golden State in overtime, 121 to 118. And they'll be in Toronto tomorrow at 5 o'clock to take on the Raptors. Bruins beat the Rangers last night, 3-1. They're back home Sunday night at 7 against the San Jose Sharks. The National Weather Service forecast for today, scattered snow showers and maybe a coating to an inch by the end of the day. High today, 35 degrees. Any snow showers taper off tonight, low of 32. Partly cloudy tomorrow, high 35. Sunday, cloudy at a high 40 degrees. Rain and snow showers Monday, high 42. For the boater today, waves about 2 to 3 feet, a wind out of the north, 10 to 15, gusting to 20 knots. At times, high tide just before 9.30 a.m. Sunrise 707 set at 442. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Updates for Friday, January 20th.